Welcome back to Based on a Feeling. If you're new here, my name is Rochelle and thank you for listening. On today's episode, we get into a beautiful conversation with Takia, one of my good friends, about radical acceptance of self. It was such a beautiful conversation to have with her because she is also a therapist, she's a dancer, and she teaches yoga. So there's a level of understanding and knowledge that she has about life and self that is, in my opinion, very important to hear. And so I love, love, love this conversation with her. Thank you again, Takia, for being a part of the show. And before we get into the episode, let's talk about the tea of the evening. Today's tea comes from Transcending Teas, and the flavor is ginger apple. The ingredients in this tea are rubos, ginger, apple, marigold, and cinnamon. Some of the benefits may be that it aids in digestion and helps with allergies. This tea is not my favorite. I think personally it's the lightness of the flavors. I feel like I love teas that have more intense flavors in them. This one comes off a little more light. I do taste the ginger and the apple, but I don't know if it's my measurements that are off, but this isn't one of my favorites uh, because I do love ginger. But if you are into a lighter tea, this is one that you should definitely try. If you do, comment down below and let me know what you think of it. And let's get into the episode. So on today's episode, we're chatting with Takia, one of my good friends. Welcome (laughs) to Based on a Feeling, the podcast. So happy here. <laughs> How are you feeling today? I feel really good today. Yeah, um, yeah which is a, better than how I started my week. So, mm-hmm. feel yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. I'm glad you're feeling pretty good because it's important. I like to, you know, check in. What's your mood? Um, but I met Takia at the garden. Um, I was teaching there, you were taking class at the time, but now you're more integrated into the studio. You do the marketing team and you work the front desk. And I feel like since you teach yoga at some point, you might be in there teaching yoga too. Yes. We'll see about that third part. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, it makes sense. Um, yeah. The garden grabs you. Like, it's really just like yeah. a place where I, it's one of my favorite places to be. In the whole, <laughs> I based my whole life around going to the garden, child. When mm-hmm. am I going to take a class or just be at this point working? Because um, that's new. Yeah. I love it there. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you're a beautiful soul. Oh, the- I Yes, that's exactly where we met. That's exactly what I was about to get into. That, like, that's where I met you. Um, you are so um, fine. It's <laughs> been a pleasure. I mean, wow. Oh, 
thank you. Um, I wanted to get into more about who you are because I know you're a therapist. You are a dancer and now a yoga instructor. Yes. So tell us, like, how did you get into, I mean, like, what made you want to be a therapist? Let's start there because, I don't know, that's like a really tall job. Like, I I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. And that's what people tell me. But And, and I understand that, too, because there are jobs I couldn't do, like teaching. Yeah. Like, teaching in a public school setting, I could not do. Like, that's... <laughs> One of the many things where I would be like, nope. So I completely understand. <laughs> when people tell me that, I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but I think that it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of, <clears throat> it's instilled in me. It was instilled in me like verbally, but like it's in my DNA. It's where I come from. So like, and I think I didn't realize it at a, when I was a child but like growing up like both of my parents were in social services so like it's really a progression and really about like um just I'm literally I do feel like a representative of my like lineage Mm -hmm. Um, and like my grandmother would be proud of me like and I still have Mm -hmm. plans you know expanding on that as well Mm -hmm. um so not only was it instilled in me but like as you were talking earlier I was like this is my pleasure I love to talk okay <laughs> let's talk about it so you know yes. it's my pleasure um and I that may be one of my gifts you know so I it just was a natural thing for me to do it was just like oh I want to do this mm-hmm. um I did it <laughs> oh I love that oh, you know so it stems from your family and yep. how they got into it. Do you know how any of your other like family members got into social science? No, I really I can't say like how my how my mom and my dad got into it. I really mm-hmm. can't. Do not. And they probably told me, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's great. Good for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I will say like that is one thing about you that has always been very consistent. Like you are just like this hilarious person Thank and you. you don't do it forcefully. It's not like an aggressive thing. It's just like, naturally, this is who you are. And then people resonate with it. And then it just also happens to be hilarious. Yeah. I think <laughs> so dead ass that people will be like, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he was like, he's like, oh, you're so dry. I was like, dry? Is that what it is? It's it's so dry that it's funny. So, <laughs> I mean, it hey, y'all like it. I love it. I do think I'm pretty funny, though. So, but thank you. <laughs> I think you are hilarious. And I think that's a great segue into radical self-acceptance. You know, I want to talk about one of my first experiences with you. And this is how I just knew, like, you were just, like, one of the realest people. <laughs> Um, we were at Jessica, one of our mutual friends, her barbecue, and you came in with something on your chest that you had to get off. You, you have felt so strongly about this. And I was just like, I feel you. You were telling the story about your dad and I think your relationship with him 
and your mom and his like, new girlfriend. Hmm. What year was that? 2020, 21? It was around like right after COVID. Well, not right after, but after it's COVID. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what it was. He had did something and you feel like it was rude. But the way you was going in, I was like, I feel you. Like you were just like, I got to get this shit off my chest. Yeah, because <laughs> he had me fucked up. Like, and I had to. <laughs> and it was fresh. Like, yeah. Oh, I remember that. I, I'm not gonna get into it that deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He. Yeah, he had me fucked up, and I had to let him know. And I think I was telling y'all that I let him know. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And, for yeah. sure. He and he called me, so it was like. What I'm gonna do? Not answer? Like, right. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. I mean, especially if you got the audacity to ask, <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be honest. I'm the same way too. I don't ask questions that like I don't really want to know. Yeah. So like asking you that means I want to know. And yeah. You- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And if I don't want to know, so. Radical self-acceptance is being aware of who you are, understanding who that is, and being okay with that in a non-judgmental way and not having shame about it either. And so... I think that's you. Like, you embody that so well. <laughs> you really do. And it's got me wondering, like, have you always been this way? Like, have, have you always known this is who I am? And you've been, like, unapologetically aware and confident in that? Or yeah, It took work. <laughs> I had to do the work. Because I think growing up, like, we're so conditioned to be a certain way mm-hmm. and it comes from everywhere, right? It comes from like our parents, it comes from our siblings, it comes from school, our peers, you know, and the more that you're exposed, the more you kind of, you get this indoctrination of who you should, um, or what's acceptable, what isn't acceptable. Um, and then you're shamed, right? I think that's a, that was the perfect word, right? You're yeah. shamed who you are. Um, or, you know, and to be funny, honestly, you're laughed at, right? Yeah. But, like, funny, like, and it, a lot of the times it's like, well, I had to learn early, like, if I'm expressing myself, somebody might take it, they may laugh at it, right? Mm-hmm. They, and regardless of what, you know, they, this person may do, I still have to say what, you know, I have to accept how I feel, mm-hmm. which is one part right that's a whole other part mm-hmm. and then be have the courage to say it to you as well so yeah you know and that that's a process especially when you know when it's your parent what are you gonna what are you yeah. really right? <laughs> like, you know black parents like they just you know they don't want to hear whatever you know a yeah. lot many don't want to hear right some don't want to hear you know about you and who you are or like mm-hmm. that is there's for you to really blossom and grow into who you you are mm-hmm. so 
I think the first thing is accepting that that is a fact, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, that is true because if you resist in that and that's not true, then like you're not going to, um, you're not going to at all. Like just mm-hmm. you're not going. And so starting with that, um, and I think I've been more open to it. I was open to it earlier. Like I knew at a very young age, y'all had me fucked up. So I. <laughs> <laughs> very young age i'm sitting here looking like that's crazy and i would do stuff like i would be yeah. i i would do stuff i i think life at this point life is a big social experiment i just be fucking with people like, <laughs> <laughs> like what you gonna do like i want to see what you gonna you're gonna do or what you're gonna say at this point mm-hmm. um, so uh, i would do stuff as a child and get in trouble right like who, who does it <laughs> Um, or get like an interesting response and I'll be like wow okay so that you know that's what that response is but then you know I think the sad part is that when I was truly being myself or I wanted to grow and that being repressed right or that being silenced um and understanding that when I was shamed or silenced you know those thoughts those feelings those behaviors are okay like Mm -hmm. and moving the judgment from that right because we judge it the way that we were judged growing up and mm-hmm. so we are like no we can't do that mm-hmm. um, removing taking yourself out of the box um but you first got to accept that you're in a box yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, take, to take to even to even start to take yourself out of it and then i think the reason why people are adverse to therapy adverse to like accepting period mm-hmm. um especially themselves um is that it's scary Mm-hmm. it's scary like it causes a lot of other feelings um and fear is that number one thing that's gonna stop us from doing whatever we want to do yeah so really having to like go through that and going through that fear by yourself is hard <laughs> yeah it is not having that the support that you should have you know and i don't think many of us don't right many of us do not have the support that we should have and we don't we don't know how to ask for the, the support we might not even know what the support looks like right what mm-hmm. is and dang you want me to ask for it like that's crazy but like <laughs> <laughs> but that's advanced you know you got to work on getting there and like having these conversations you said so many like things that i i resonate with and so many other people will resonate with too i know i personally struggle with like staying present so you know, radical acceptance is accepting where you are in this moment as well. And I'm into next week. I'm like, what am I doing next week? You know, and even having those feelings of like, dang, like I have this anxiety and I'm thinking into next week, I'm shaming myself for even thinking into next week. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, There's just, it's just so many levels to accepting where you are and not holding on to it and just letting it kind of pass through you um how do you do that like how are you able to accept who you are understand that and then let whatever feelings you have just kind of pass through you and just move on how are you doing that so what i like to tell my clients is that it is a constant (laughs) thing right Mm -hmm. a lot of us for some reason and i don't know and i i came from this thought process too right we think that there's an end goal Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. So I, once i reach this then i'm like 
great, right? I'm I, great. I'm healed. Yeah, and I'm done. Like, <laughs> like you're because we are right. Like, yeah. and I don't know where we get that from. Where does that even come from? I don't I think even it's movies. Because you know, with the, movies, you have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And, well, and I like I tell my clients, the end is death. Right? We are a <laughs> lot. <laughs> oh, no. That's the end. It is the end. You're right. That is the end. And because we have to be present, we are with ourselves, right? You come in this world alone, you go out alone. Mm-hmm. Well, your relationship with other people doesn't, they may end, right? Mm-hmm. Your relationship with yourself happens until you die. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what it is. And so really, like, understanding that because this is a constant thing, I you constantly have to remain present Mm -hmm. right that's very difficult right it's so hard (laughs) so i push meditation because meditation is you right you if you want to do a trick on pole you practice the prep work right you do you gradually trying to get there that's what meditation is meditation is like or you have to come to practice you have to practice it and meditation is literally the practice of staying present build the skill to to stay present uh-huh is that so, what got you into yoga or no i started yoga first really? so yoga, yes life is so weird um <laughs> um yoga is i call yoga moving meditation mm-hmm. right right <laughs> it's mm-hmm. because thing that what it is the the idea is you align your breathing with how you're moving your body. Um, certain things like, um, and you've taken a class with me. Yes, uh, which is amazing. Hard as fuck, but <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so the it's so hot. It's hot like that for a couple of reasons. Um, Bikram specifically, uh, I think when he came to the US, I'm not sure if it was Donna like, and forgive me, I'm mm. <laughs> <laughs> a little removed from training, but when Bikram came to the States, it wasn't hot enough as it was in India. Like, just off, like it's just not that hot here, like, yeah. to warm it up. And then I think in that process, there was like a eureka moment, like, oh, this is also, I mean, it's so hot in here. This is adding another factor. It so is. The first factor in Bikram or 26 and 2 is breathing which goes back to meditation right and learning how to work with your breath and your breath inform you versus you and i think and i think that i was gonna say versus you informing your breath but i think that may be the switch right Mm -hmm. our breath usually informs us we're usually breathing heavy or before we realize we're panicking i will argue that your breath if you're not aware of it is causing you to panic more yeah (laughs) <laughs> because it, yeah, your breath. At this point, your breath is informing you. Yeah, and so and that's part of the disconnect between like our awareness and our bodies, which is promoted very early in our lives. Right? We have to know. We have to have a connection with our bodies. Meditation helps us do that as well. Tying it into yoga, um, and my journey, I definitely I and I think that's the thing. We all have we all have anxiety to a degree with the society we live in. We're all anxious. Yeah. The society we live in, we're all depressed. And at this point, I'm starting to believe that we all have ADHD. It is a <laughs> spectrum, right? Everything yeah. is on 
and you know, I just think that we all suffer for, from it in some varying degrees. These three basic and trauma too. Beating our ass. <laughs> yeah. Those four things every single day we are stressed out. Um, and so yoga for me was like giving me something that I can focus on. Mm-hmm. Teaching breathe, really learning how to breathe in that hot ass room. Yeah. And it's hot in there. <laughs> it's hell in there. I, and I think the thing is that people think that it's going to be like, I don't know what people think is going to be. <laughs> I don't know yeah. really what I thought it was going to be like, but like really getting into your lungs, really getting into like breathing. Mm-hmm. Type of uncomfortable environment. And then you add the movement learning how to breathe and I remember I'm an inhale ex I tell my I try to tell my students when to inhale when to breathe mm-hmm. because that moves you through this uncomfortable posture mm-hmm. this is through it um and a lot of like oh god I love you so much we're gonna be on here I don't know how long we're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> all day um, I love it <laughs> and, I, and that's what I'm saying I could we could talk about all of these things mm-hmm. for a day mm-hmm. and Yoga, like really understanding, like or targeting um, certain certain things, contracting, connecting with your body in a in a different way. Um, and yoga is just so vast and so different, right? Like yeah. Jessica, like girl, I'm not coming to big room. You gonna have to come to Vegasol, <laughs> <laughs> and it's hot in there too. It's just not the same type of hot yeah. and so you no know, but at the at the root of it the yoga is based on whether you doing bikram vinyasa uh I look regular yoga i don't even know <laughs> right mm-hmm. <laughs> what the thought the yoga any of them yeah. the point is to um match your breathing with your movement that's where i disconnect that and that's i would argue that's the point yeah it's just people be like, oh, yoga is stretching and I can't stretch and I'm not flexible. That's not the point. It's not. I'm starting to realize that. And even in your hot yoga class, I will say like it was burnt in there. And I was on the far left side near the window. <laughs> and um, but it was almost kind of soothing. <laughs> so that is the the cooler part of the room. I think you asked. You were like, yeah. ah. <laughs> yeah I was like let me go on over there but it felt very soothing it felt like I was inside of a womb and I yep. understand like the way you explain yoga makes perfect sense as far as like breathing and being connected to your body but also disconnecting from the world and being more mindful of where you are you know yep. yeah. um, presently. what are we doing yes and, and sitting still right so yoga yes. allows actually be doing something body while doing that which is beautiful i think you have inspired me to get more into yoga um because i realized this year i'll be holding my breath yeah Yeah, and i I don't even be doing nothing i'm just sitting here and i'm holding my breath In the past, like um, from my dance background, I will hold my core all day. Mm-hmm. Like, my core will just be held all day and I won't even realize that I'm holding my core. I'm like, <laughs> this is not healthy. <laughs> Girl, I need a little bit of that. Okay, you can share some of that. Okay? Look, <laughs> you can have it. 
I don't engage. And I think that's what that has been. And I'm just now realizing this, like in the last, mm -hmm. I'm up on three years polling. Like I'm just now realizing like, Tia, you're actually not engaging. <laughs> <laughs> like at all. Like this is <laughs> moves, girl. Like, because you're actually not engaging. Like yeah. you're just throwing yourself up there. <laughs> you know, I want to know, um, just circling back, how did you even get into polls? <laughs> Jessica. Cause she was in it, and then you were like, "Let me try this." I did a poll in a park event, and I was like, "Oh, Fred, what's that? I want to come. That looks good." <laughs> like, "Oh, come by the studio." Yeah. And I'm like, "Studio? What you talking about, girl? Like, you crazy?" Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. And then I came by the studio and never left. Yeah, <laughs> literally, be there every day is what it feels like. Oh, well, I'm glad you came. I'm so innocent. I'm going to uh, create a palette in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get a room <laughs> back there. Thanks. So moving back into you being a therapist, do you feel like as a therapist, there's this high expectation that you should have like this impeccable mental health? No. I don't think anyone has assumed I have maybe because I come out the gate with my clients and be like, look, <laughs> <laughs> don't play with me. Okay. Therapists have bad days too. Okay. Uh, so, and I think that's why they love me. So, cause you're so real. You've never struggled with finding yourself or have you? I would have. Yes, though. I would. I, and I truly believe that we come in this world knowing who we are. Right. Mm -hmm. And, Old to be someone else mm. and discover ourselves mm -hmm. so i guess the question is how far away were you pushed away from yourself right to to kind of find yourself and get back to it and so uh, beyonce pops in my head find your like, way back like what <laughs> is this? this and this is why i had to have this conversation with you because you just you're like on a whole nother level i appreciate that yeah have you seen Midnight Gospel? Yes. All I can think about, I've been so, so I'm enlightened at the end, right? Yes. Like, but it's an oxymoron. Like, it's <laughs> like, I can be, and I think that was, it was, uh, it was just so beautiful because you can be in, as enlightened as you want to be or you think you are, but mm -hmm. like, you still, gotta, you still alive. <laughs> right. you still alive. Mm -hmm. And that question, like, no, my clients that I don't, um, like kind of have this impeccable mental health because I explained to them that life is still life. Like life is still like you, you still have to. And that's the part of the consistency part. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you know, you have to do it every day. You have to practice being present every day. That's why you meditate every day. Right. Like that's, it's just a part of how you cope with life. I think in having radical self-acceptance, there's a level of comfort you have to have in being with yourself and loving who that person is, it which is. is also known as self-love, right? Can you be alone with yourself? And do you love who you are currently? Oh God, being alone is one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, no shade, no tea, but like, I love me. I mean, I'm funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you want to be with me? But like, I think that people, 
I mean, there are parts, right, that of ourselves that we don't like, right? Mm-hmm. That we are our, our shadow selves, right? Parts that we banish, right? Don't be like that, right? Mm-hmm. Being, I mean, my life, you would think I'm the meanest person on earth. <laughs> the way people be like, oh, you're so mean. Like, you're so... Really? And it, yes. And I was shamed for it, right? For mm-hmm. being... And at this point, I'm just like, people who call me mean are mad that I have boundaries and say them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, oh. Mm-hmm. You're mad. I, you, I didn't let you cross my boundaries. That's crazy. So now... <laughs> now and I'm mad. Now, mm-hmm. now... You know, and um, to be honest, the first person who ever did that to me was my mother, right? Like, yeah. that was my mom. And now I'll be like, girl, ain't nobody being mean to you. I'm telling you how I feel, right? Yeah. And then I'm shamed or being told that I'm being mean. Mm-hmm. And so I had to embrace that. I had to love that. I had to be like, well, if I'm being mean, that means you're not playing with me. Yeah. So, hey. <laughs> like, I'll be, and I told my client this yesterday. I said, look. You're just going to have to be the villain. Fine. I'll be that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. I mean, I'm a bitch. I'm cool. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and part of it is like, you know, society tells us that we have to be nice. Like we have to like, and that's just, it's not true. It's bullshit to control. Yeah. It really is. I think that's where I struggle with being a people pleaser. Uh, based off of you know like my mom or other people telling me like oh that was mean or you can't say that or you shouldn't say this or this is how you should be and it's just not cool (laughs) I definitely struggle pleasing definitely struggle people pleasing struggle with codependency and I think the way to heal that and work through that is being present Mm -hmm. right and and at this point, like, and during the healing journey, you have to accept that I feel shame right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that present to where you're like, whoa, like, this is it. Like, I feel the shame. And you have to sit with the shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not, to your point, not judge the shame, right? Mm-hmm. But if you judge shame, it's going to go away. You have to accept that you feel shame right now. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. And what's next yeah like, let's keep it moving i feel shame now or how do i even take care of this right like yeah. if right now what do i do to take care of this and allow myself to feel better because you know in talking to yourself positively and i think the thing of it is is that we hear you know critical voices we hear voices that you know are our critical parent voice right we hear the the person who called us mean right and that's when we internalize that mm-hmm. and so able to challenge all of our thoughts right Mm -hmm. i will argue if your thought is not positive like i get like there's a difference between like holding yourself accountable and like negative thinking Mm -hmm. and i and i talk to my clients about that there she's just like i just feel like that's fake like that's not realistic you can be realistic and still speak to yourself positively and so there's a way that you have to you just have to learn it like you know i mean like I would be like, "Yeah, you. That's stupid, dumb. That's dumb." Next time, do you better. Know, do better. Yeah, yeah, like acceptable. You you do not accept that type of behavior, right? Why you know why would you do that? Yeah, you know what was going on that would make you do that? That's not you know that's not how we want to behave. That is not how our higher selves you know want to behave. So you know we have to do better. Yeah, two very completely different ways of talking to yourself. Yeah. Oh. 
Sakia, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Before we get out of here, I have one more thing that I would like to do. This segment is called Free Your Mind, and you just have to say whatever comes to mind. I'm going to give you a this or that, and then you just have to say what comes to mind. Oh, that's one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or you have to choose between the two, but. Perfect. All right. Introvert or extrovert? Oh, <laughs> I one. Mm-hmm. You know, ambivert is one as well, but we we're just gonna put intro or extra. You gotta choose. Okay, I will have to say that life is ninety percent gray, not black and white. All right, I'll choose. <laughs> I'm, choose. I'm honestly, I'm in a weird space in my life. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna introverted baby because i'm just gonna choose introverted because if anybody cancels i'm going home and i'm getting in the bed <laughs> activities to do yes you're okay. like this pillow is always calling my name so always it is never <laughs> you're like oh let me lay in the bed a little bit <laughs> let me get in the bed <laughs> okay so next one wet or dry wet <laughs> mm. okay <laughs> You know, I'm not even gonna ask why. There are so many different reasons for that. So many. Yoga being one of them. Right. Rain, water, all of that, you know. <laughs> Bodily, I'm with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Last one yoga or pole dance? Yep. Gotta choose. Pole. Pole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Maybe. a hard one. I will go to the garden four times a week and I will have to push to get to yoga three times. <laughs> but it's probably because it's so fucking hot in there. Like, it's so yeah. hot. In, like, I I mean, yes, I need to go. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I have to talk myself more into yoga and pole. So, pole. Yeah. Yeah. Pole all day. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to plug in where the people can find you? Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for having me, you all can find me at tmac under oh eight child look <laughs> i'll put it in the description i think it's t underscore mac oh eight don't even know my real name <laughs> I, post you yeah. look i post positive things pole dancing things yes. <laughs> please follow her on instagram or any of her socials and take her yoga class which i'll put in the description as well and thank you again for being a part of the show Lacey I love you so much I love you (laughs) and diving into our breathing exercises to bring us back to the present starting off in a quiet comfortable safe space lying comfortably or sitting upright we're going to start with a deep breath in for three counts and inhale on one two three four five hold for one two three and release for one two three four Breathing in again for one, two, three, four, five, and hold for one, two, three, and release for one, two, three.
worthy, you are valued, you are accepted, you are here. Wow, that was an amazing episode. Thank you so much for listening to Based on a Feeling. Again, that conversation with Takia was absolutely amazing, very confirming, and very real, and also funny. (laughs) Stay tuned for more episodes like this one. Until next time, with love, bye.